0: Good morning, everyone. This is Kathy Mason from MasonWorks Marketing here on Conscious Business Zone, and I am so excited to have this special show today with Gar Burstead, who is a wizard, and it's the perfect day. It's Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone! Um, so it's a perfect day to learn how we can have a better world through wizardry.
1: So welcome, Gar. Thank you, Kathy. It's so nice to be on your show.
0: <laughs> so,
1: Gar, let's see. the first
0: part we'd like to know, all of us today is, is Halloween really a special day for wizards?
1: Halloween's a special day for all of those uh, magical creatures
0: and And how do they know that it's their day?
1: That, that it's their day? day? Yeah. You know, that's a good question. I've never asked them.
0: <laughs> okay. So, so how would you like to share your journey of learning about wizardry? Could you could you share your journey for us?
1: Oh, certainly. So, I've always been interested in the strange paranormal, et cetera, et cetera, throughout my entire life. But uh, I spent most of my life in more of a mundane world of physics, uh, computer science, and the like, uh, until I retired in 2020 and said, oh, well, now I can become a full-time wizard. And what that meant for me is to do a bunch more meditation uh, to develop psychic abilities and uh, varieties of other things that would help me along my path on uh, my path is uh reality creation uh, no less uh, I choose really dramatic goals hopefully I can make it this lifetime but we'll see uh, so uh wizardry uh the use of magic um. Uh, And I use magic to bring light into my world. And make the world a little bit brighter, a little happier. If I can bring a smile to someone's face each day, I've really made my goal. So that's kind of the way that I've approached it.
0: When, When you think about your creativity and your your fascination with expansiveness. Do you feel that imagination is the key to a better world in general? Could could you talk a little bit about that and about the, the possibilities for all of us?
1: Oh, indeed. Everyone can use imagination. Everyone can use visualization. Uh, I can lighten up an entire room just with visualization by visualizing the room becoming lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter. And then pretty soon it's the brightness of the sun and it's contagious. Uh, As you do that, other people feel a little brighter. They feel a little lighter. Uh, So we do not live in isolation. As you become good at visualization, as you can picture things that you wish, uh, it's contagious. People pick up that same thing. These fields go out and interact with each other. We each have a field, an aura. Uh, As we get close enough to the next person, they feel your aura too and you feel theirs uh, and it goes on. So does that answer your question?
0: Sort of. <laughs> I, I the echo, there's an echo, I'll try to figure that out. Um, here, I'll do that next when, when I'm not talking to you. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> okay, so, um, we know that there are unseen beings in our reality, and some people, like you and me, are aware of the other beings and are um, in interaction with them. Are they part of wizardry? Is that part of how wizards work is through connecting other other beings in the field or do they actually use their own power and intent i
1: think it's a combination uh, i've got guides higher selves uh, i even have i think it's four master teachers at the moment uh that are helping me along this path so uh i don't manipulate these uh entities i use them as guides on my path and teachers along the way and they've taught me really cool visualization stuff too could,
0: could you share some of that that idea um because when when people talk about we're going to change the earth and change everything by um by, by our imagination. We look at all of the entertainment since we've been children, uh, the Walt Disney, the the Marvel Comics, the everything, even down to um, Steven Spielberg's work, and all of it has planted a seed of creativity that created different possibilities in this, reality that didn't exist before, or at least was um, unavailable to everyone. So could you talk a little bit about that, the access and the skill, which I consider a skill of, of uh, creativity?
1: Sure. I'll give you my first exercise that I was given by a master teacher on, uh, he said, look in front of you with your eyes closed. You're going to see this green light. It's on top. And then to the right, there'll be a red light. And then down below, there'll be a yellow light. Now, turn on the green light. Now turn on the red light. Now turn on the yellow light. Now turn them all off and turn them back on again. You do this all in your imagination and uh, and he monitored what it was that I was doing uh, because he could see. And he could see how powerful or weak in that particular case, my visualization was. And as I became better at visualizing, uh, visualizing when there's resistance as well, uh, I would be able to push through my visualization over the top of things that didn't want me to visualize that. So yes, as you visualize the earth, uh, as you look around and you see, uh, first to be able to see what does it look like? I mean, is it, is it really bright for a planet? Is it, is it speckled? Is it wavy? Uh, these are all subtle energies. And you learn to use the language of subtle energy. And with that, then you can manipulate that subtle energy, both by looking at it and projecting into it. I can project into it and change dark shadowy stuff into light and uh, brilliance. And I've learned to to be able to find it and change it. Did that answer your question?
0: Yeah, Uh, and I've seen you um, add light to crystals. Um, Gar and I went to a wonderful um, crystal store up in Estes Park and we actually put energy back into the crystals rather than people always come and take
1: from yeah it brightened up the store dramatically that too hour. it was really fun
0: <laughs> so so everyone has the capability of doing this um is it through thoughts then like thoughts are things that's what um mike Dooley says and and they're starting to find out a lot of that is is true um do you, do you find that this is all um, of a, a perfection of thought and, um, and a focus, or is this the imagination and letting it go into flow, is it, or is it both?
1: It's probably a bit of both, uh, but most people, it's difficult to hold a thought, uh, to hold an image or non-image. Uh, The whole concept of meditation is not easy for, well, for just about everybody. It certainly wasn't easy for me when I started Uh, to to stay there without a thought. Yeah, pretty hard to do. And this is related. You have to keep a focus. And as you hold that focus on, it solidifies. It becomes a, a psychic construct. And that that's really what you want to create with these things in order to change uh, a situation into something better.
0: Okay. okay. So, so we have Denise Chadwick in the house. She's from England and she plays with the dragons and the fairies, and uh, she she's amazing. And uh, Denise, I hope you'll ask us some questions for our wizard in resonance today <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a happy Halloween, because we're celebrating the opportunity for us to create a better world through what some would call magic, but others would call powerful intent, right? Right. Okay. So let me see what other questions I can ask you until other people come. Okay. Can you give examples of how wizardry can practically be practically applied to solve real world problems, such as such as environmental issues or social conflicts?
1: Wow. That's uh
0: <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> That's okay. Uh Wizardry works. You <laughs>
0: might. Need, <you> might <laughs> I might need my,
1: my staff for that. Uh, it's its intent and its focus and intensity. Uh, if I'm focusing on world peace or uh, environmental issues, on uh, changing the. Uh, carbon dioxide in the atmosphere into something that's not a greenhouse gas that would be uh, inert. Uh, All of those things require focus. And uh, the better you are at focusing, the better you are and more effective you're going to be. And it's just a matter of scale, Uh, whether it's the entire universe or you're trying to produce a single light in front of your hand. Uh, It's all focus and it's all uh, playing around using your creativity uh, to get just the right concentration and to find that, that one place where things are working for you and then open it up wider and wider. So yeah, you can do all that stuff. Not very many people have been able to, <clears throat> but uh, but through the ages, uh, there have been great masters that have accomplished just truly amazing stuff. I'm not sure they've changed the entire atmosphere of the Earth, but uh, but certainly they have done an awful lot of stuff, at least in their communities.
0: So. Uh- I love, I love the possibilities that we could dream a different, a different reality, and get a whole bunch of people to work together. Do wizards? When when they show wizards in the movies and in books, they usually have one key guy, and then um, like if Harry Potter's, um, you have one Dusseldorf, Dusseldorf and then you've got other players that are supporting roles. Is that the way that you work? Is that the way modern wizards work? Or do they tend to work in, in team?
1: Uh, I see it both ways. Uh, there are not too many wizards floating around, uh, uh, but uh, uh, getting together with other wizards is really cool. Uh, the sky's the limit when it comes to that. Uh, We basically choose something and say, all right, guys, let's all focus on this. And uh, we can really affect things. There have been experiments. Uh, Art Bell in the 90s uh, made it rain in Texas by getting everyone to think in terms of rain. Uh, His entire audience. There's a lot of power in numbers. Uh, There was. There was a group that went to Washington D.C. and prayed. Washington D.C. crime rate went way down. So, it's very influential. Uh, wizards can do a lot of stuff.
0: That's great. So, so Kevin um, Bolin wrote, "Wizards are everywhere."
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Thank Kevin. you Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and Wizards Unite. <laughs>
0: and here we go. What practices do you recommend for ill health such as uh, con- contraction of a virus?
1: Oh, so good, good question. Thanks. Okay, visualization is extremely useful as a wizard. And so if you're in ill health, then see yourself in perfect health, but don't use any effort. Uh, if you have to focus hard, you're going to lose. Uh, use your perception, and as your and watch your perception change from ill health to normal health. It's an odd. Uh, concentration on a lot of wizardry does not involve effort and that focus focusing on the light and things I watch how things light up as opposed to force it to light up
0: Mm.
1: Uh, and that's one of the keys to being able to get things to happen Uh, as you see it happen around you it turns closer to reality.
0: Ah, okay. So so you're basically willing things to happen, but not forcibly. It's just very, you're um, calling in the reality that you prefer, and it's anchoring it and then letting it go.
1: Uh, close. I have an intent, I say, I wish to be healthy, Uh, my intent, Uh, and now I'm looking for how it is that I am healthy, and I'm watching very closely the transformation, yeah, cough, sputter, Uh, (laughs) uh, how it is that I'm becoming healthier, and healthier, and healthier,
0: Okay. Thank you. Okay. Certainly. Um, how do you see the role of a wizard in today's technology driven world? Is there a place for ancient practices in our modern lifestyle? And, and are you really doing ancient practices? I mean, this isn't paganism. This isn't a religion. This is uh, a... Um, a process, right?
1: It is. It's a process or path and rather on uh, in how it fits with technology. I'm a technologist. Uh, I have a smart house. Uh, I worked with computers for decades and decades and decades. Uh, I love technology. I uh, the wizardry doesn't necessarily go uh, in any different direction. I can, prob- I can use wizardry to affect technology. There are so many people that blow up their computers and blow up lights uh, in their house because they don't have the control uh, of their, uh, their abilities. Mm-hmm. If you have the control, you can also solve all these problems.
0: Oh, perfect! So, Kevin put it's—it's it's a clarity in direct understanding that everything is composed of the same thing, and you are that. Thank you, Kevin. Perfect.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Kevin. That's very nice. That, I mean, yes. or that's very insightful. Yes. Uh, yes. And that's yes, right. uh, if you realize everything's the same thing as you, changing you changes everything and vice versa.
0: It's also, I think the the known capacity to be in service uh, to others where the, the, um, the true wizards are always trying to find ways to make things better and using all the resources that they know about to make things better rather than um, um, staying in the known world. So, so would you yeah. do that?
1: Uh, I like that. Uh, now, it's not to say that there aren't bad, terrible wizards and really good wizards and wizards that just simply don't care. Uh, they're all over the place, just like people. They are people. Uh, just like all the religions, just like all of the spiritual schools and everything. There are good ones, bad ones, different ones, all with their own um, agendas. My agenda is to have fun. Uh, I enjoy helping. I enjoy uh, discovering new things. And this is a perfect... Um, painting to discover new things in
0: <laughs> okay uh, for kevin, kevin kevin there are others i don't know what with kind the of sound but it's terrible
1: there are others working to make the world better uh there are others doing just the opposite uh it's it's a mixed bag, and uh, you know it depends on who has the best or who has the clearest vision.
0: Okay, so I want to go back because uh, Denise is here um, okay. about the unseen other beings that you ah. get to play with. Because of course, I I love the elementals and the fairies and the angels and and uh, and all of the uh, nature spirits. I, I really love, love, love playing around with them. And it isn't necessarily um, to do anything, it's more to feel. Would you, could you explain your interaction with, with, the, um, with the unseen world a little bit?
1: Sure, there's a lot to the unseen world. Uh, One of the times that I have really a good time is when I go to Kiritan. Uh, As they're playing the music, I can see Ganesha dancing about, and I can dance dance about with Ganesha, the elephant god. Uh, And that's really fun. Uh, And Ganesha likes it too, as far as I can tell. When it comes to fairies, uh, as I'm bringing light into a room, uh, I can bring more and more light and pretty soon I start seeing sparkles. Those sparkles transform into fairies that are dancing around and being mischievous too. Fairies can be very mischievous and they have a wonderful time doing it. So they'll pull your hair, uh, they'll uh, blow raspberries at you, uh, all kinds of fun stuff just to get you to laugh, just to get you off balance. Uh, gnomes, uh, all of these magical creatures are wonderful. There's uh, there's a really nice realm that I go to that's kind of woodsy. That seems to have a lot of fairies and gnomes and all of those magical creatures in them and I have a great time playing.
0: So are you going in physical or are you going in your imagination?
1: No, it'd be really nice to go physical, but I haven't noticed it as much physical as imagination. I can feel them on a subtle level as compared to a physical level.
0: I see. So let's see what another question that won't be too crazy here. Um, if for those interested in exploring wizardry what advice would you give them Um, are there any resources or practices you'd recommend starting with
1: well actually getting the basics of uh, kind of the basic mechanisms of how this works what is an aura what are chakras on How do you manipulate those things? How do you clean them? How do you heal? Uh, There's a lot of really fundamental parts to wizardry. Uh, For that, I recommend a mystery school. The one that I've uh, been involved in for several years uh, is Angie LaRue's mystery school, uh, the Inner Passage mystery school. And I've graduated from the first level of that, and now in priestess and priest training uh, from the school itself. But that gets you a basic background, and from that background, then it allows you tools to go work with higher uh, levels of wizardry.
0: Okay. Okay, Denise has asked, um, do you connect with dragons? Also, she loves dragons.
1: Oh, dragons are wonderful. Uh, and some have the most outlandish personalities. Uh, they'll blink at you and uh they'll um, they'll really joke around with you, and others are really serious. on. Um, it's it's a magical world out there. Uh, there's so much, and dragons are definitely a part of it, a powerful part. Um, I've used dragons to help me uh, when I needed uh, some extra help in terms of dealing with things around me that weren't as nice.
0: I see. Okay. So... so... I'm sorry about the audio doing something weird. Um, when when I've seen the elementals and the fairies and the angels and the dragons, they've been in higher dimensions. They've been in anywhere from the sixth to the ninth dimension, um, which I also see as circling around the earth, but in a in a wider And she said, thank you.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) um, Do you see things as a dimension as well? Or is that just something that I've used to organize things? Our mind tries to organize and make sense of things.
1: You know, this really gets down to the blind men and the elephant. Uh, we're dealing with things that have very few words that really describe what's going on. Uh, And we're like blind men describing an elephant. It's a rope, because he's feeling the tail. No, it's a tree trunk, because he's feeling a, a leg. And so on and so forth. So rather it's dimensions or it's probable spaces, or it's the uh, the multiverse. Uh, you can name it just about anything you like. Uh, there are some things that I've noticed that distinguish these things from each other. <clears throat> and that is mainly frequency. Now, that's a really interesting concept. Uh, so... The story goes, raise your frequency and uh, you'll start perceiving some of these higher level beings. Well, what does it mean to raise your frequency? Holy cow. Do you take a signal generator and uh, hum to it and raise the uh, frequency that way? Probably not. And this is where those fundamentals play a role. Uh, Crystals have frequencies. So one of the ways to raise your frequency is to hold on to selenite. Selenite has a really nice high frequency. Or what I do is I focus on my crown chakra. Uh, My crown chakra has one of the highest frequencies of the basic chakras. And then I go up from there. Uh, so I recognize what that frequency feeling is. And so you're looking at feelings and then, then raise it to the next point and keep going and keep going. And as you go, uh, your perceptions change, uh, your, your attitude changes. So you can't be really sad at a really high frequency. Uh, And so you're gonna notice notice emotional responses as well. But it's tricky to describe what is a higher frequency, what is a lower frequency. Uh, I've used crystals as an example. If you take uh, a very black crystal like onyx and compare that to a very light crystal uh, like selenite, the onyx is a much lower frequency, it's grounding, Uh, it brings you more into yourself. The selenite uh, takes you higher and gives you kind of a floatier feeling.
0: Okay. Perfect. Okay, so um, Denise says, yes, I feel dragons is very high-frequency loving beings with so much love oozing from their essence. Such incredible beings.
1: Oh, you found some wonderful dragons! Good for you, Denise. Uh, I applaud you, and <laughs> it's so much fun to play with those dragons.
0: <laughs> yes, well, we're we're looking at how we add back delight and fun back into our reality right now, um, because the um, the Other, um, the media is sharing only doom and gloom and uh, the other shoe's going to drop any second. And really, truly, we thoughts are things and we get to control. And if we can focus, we get to focus on things that really can make a difference and work together. So let's see what other...
1: Well, here, I can address that. Uh, So, yes, we're confronted with the news, and the news is not necessarily great. Uh, We're in climate collapse, uh, geopolitical turmoil, uh, on and on and on, economic uh, issues, so on and so forth. Uh, A lot of it is having faith in yourself having faith that things are gonna work out for you. Uh, You can listen to this stuff and you can get really depressed. You can get, and that's gonna bring your frequency down. And that's a good example of a lower frequency. Uh, The idea is to make it so that uh, you you bring your frequency up. You allow these things to float through you. Don't attach to them. Life is going to happen the way life happens. And just enjoy everything you possibly can right this second. There's a story, uh, a Buddhist story, no less. This monk is wandering through the forest and notices that there's a lion behind him or a tiger. Uh, And he goes, oh, my, and starts running on. And he comes to a cliff where there's a vine. He jumps out onto the cliff and he's gonna climb the vine down to the bottom to avoid the tiger that was chasing him. But he looks down and there's a tiger down there. Oh my, oh, and he, he looks up and there's a mouse starting to chew at this vine. And then he looks right next to him and there's a strawberry. And he picks the strawberry Tastes it and says, my, that's good. If you're living in the present, it's good. And that was the story. (laughs) So
0: do you... How does one discern between genuine wizardry practices and more mere superstition or fanciful notions?
1: What a great idea. (laughs) Uh, It would be good to distinguish those things. Uh, A lot of it comes with uh, what I talked about before. When you have the basics, when you understand how to move energy within yourself, when you understand how to change your frequency from high to low, low to high, uh, when you're able to balance energies, uh, earth energies versus divine energies, uh, that's real wizardry. Okay.
0: Okay. So let's see what else they have, have a question for you. Okay, so this is another one that I, I would like to know is how do you perceive the balance between the physical and metaphor, metaphysical realms in your practice?
1: That's a really good question. I like that question. I am transitioning from metaphysical to physical in terms of my practice. So my current practice is to have something change in the physical in physical reality due to my thought. In this particular case, I try and produce a ball of light. Uh, it doesn't have to be a big ball of light. It doesn't have to be very bright, just a change. Uh, I can produce that ball of light metaphysically or in my imagination really, really easily uh, in just an instant. But to transform it from that reality to this one is difficult. I haven't been able to do it yet. Does that answer your question?
0: Well, it's more about... Um, balancing where you where you put your focus so you can be present because once you have an uh, expanded viewpoint, I think that's what the question. Was.
1: I understand. I think I understand what you mean. Uh, one of the biggest issues that I've seen with many wizards, sorceresses, uh, priestesses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, Uh, is that they're very good, and healers especially. They're very good at healing. They're very good at their practice. They're horrible at trying to be human uh, because they're so um, out of touch with what it takes to actually survive in this world as well as uh, do their practice. And that's a balance game to try and figure out how to do both. You can't be too high or else you won't figure out how to gas your car. Uh, You can't be too low or else you'll miss all the stuff. So it's it's this balancing back and forth between uh, divine and earth. Is that what you're getting at?
0: Yes, exactly. Because I think that that's been why people have been afraid to experience um, the higher realms is they're afraid they can't come back or that they'll be non-functioning in reality. And that's not the truth of it. Um, You mentioned using grounding stones and other crystals, and there's lots of tools like that that can help us ground back into this reality and be highly functional and bring that big imagination with us. Right.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I think one of your favorites is to go hug a tree.
0: Yep. Yep. That's what I do. Yeah. Earthing is, is a real thing. We are part of it. And uh, that is a big thing. So um, when you are looking at our possibilities for the future, could you talk a little bit more about um, how you see using your wizardry um, perspective for creating a better world for your granddaughter? Oh,
1: good question. Uh, the idea is to change the world so that it's healed, uh, just like changing your body so that it's healed. Uh, same thing, just a little bit bigger scale. Uh, so as you see things around you, uh, see them change to a normal state. Uh, the turmoil, see it all fade uh, and go into cooperation. Uh, It's all possible. Uh, It's a matter of concentration, intention, and belief that you can do it even. Uh, So the idea is create the world around you. See what your talk is to yourself. See what your thoughts are. Uh, All of those play a big role in this wizardry stuff.
0: Perfect. So Kevin wrote, I struggle with manifestation from the transcendent to the physical until I realize that they are one and the same. It changed when I realized they're the same and the senses that I experience through are also the same. Perfect. Thank you, Kevin.
1: Well, very good, Kevin. Uh, so, what have you manifested uh, into physical from uh, the non physical?
0: Yeah. Well, we'll have to ask him. So, um, so your journey from, from regular IT, he says everything. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. You
0: met, you met him. So, you know, okay. So anyways, so what we're looking at is we're looking at People um, being excited about the, their human existence rather than feeling victimized by their human existence and g- gaining their power back and creating the life of their dreams. Because by being delighted, <laughs> delighted in their creations rather than suffering or, or creating suffering, actually. Um, yeah,
1: you were not made to suffer.
0: No, that's another Buddhist um, uh, thing, right? So
1: uh, well, suffering is the heart of uh, desire and desire creates suffering. Right? Supposedly.
0: Well, <clears throat> so but your journey started with you doing martial arts and feeling energy. Do, could you talk a little bit about that so people can understand how you first became aware? Because they may be starting just with a curious mind right now.
1: Right. Uh, martial arts is a really good example of moving energy. Uh, there are many that are uh, specifically aimed at that. I took a keto in... I believe the late 70s or 80s, so back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Um, the Aikido stuff I took uh, was all energy work. Um, and one of the biggest things I got up from it is I can open up a jar lid much easier now than I ever could before. But uh, but it was all through moving energy. Uh, Qigong is another beautiful uh, art uh, for moving energy and training you to move that energy. Uh, i practiced Qigong just a a few years ago uh, and do it intermittently now. But all of those things concentrate on moving energy. uh, And if you can move it, then you're gonna be able to feel it. One of the things that I end up doing is I'll take people out to the forest. And as I feel an energy transition going from a field to a forest, uh, I'll have them stand right at that transition point and step one way and feel what they're feeling and then step back out and feel what they're feeling so that they can kind of feel this transition, this difference and tune themselves to feeling those energies. So really what you're doing is you're either uh, learning to transmit the energies through Qigong or Aikido or Tai Chi or any of those other things, uh, or you're sensing it. Uh, We are a little bit of both sometimes too, but in sensing it, you're looking for transition points uh from forest to field, field to forest, or from energy spot to uh to dead spot. Uh w- the bigger the transition, the easier it is for you to start going down the path of feeling what's going on.
0: Beautiful. So Gar, one of the reasons I was excited to have you on for Halloween is that I think you're a very, very, very positive person that you um, have chosen, w- w- no matter what shows up to look at the positive side of it or to work towards a positive um, side. Could you talk a little bit about that with wizardry so people could have an idea of, of how they could turn their, their thoughts around?
1: Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> For me, the world is challenge, uh, is opportunity. Uh, You can look at a situation a lot of different ways, but I usually look at it from the standpoint of how is this going to help me? And wow, this is quite a problem. I'm going to have to do some really cool problem solving to figure this one out. Uh, but a lot of it is just, you know, attitude. Uh, how do you approach it? Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, this year, uh, early this summer, we went for a camping trip. And on our camping trip, it has a uh, an off-road piece with lots of boulders and everything else. I have a pretty good vehicle for doing that with. It's just an SUV, but it still has reasonable clearance. However, uh, my friend Angie uh, had a van that she wanted to get all the way back there, and her clearance was about half that of mine. And at one particular point, or at several points, she was top centering and all kinds of stuff, and we were using traction boards and all kinds of stuff to get it out uh finally at one point it's pouring rain uh, uh waters uh flowing down the road uh in rivers on uh, mud is everywhere and she top centers and so we have to try and figure out what we're going to do now we can look at it and go oh my god oh my god uh, this is horrible. This is horrible. Uh, or we can say, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to solve this? Uh, we ended up finally leaving the car and taking its contents and putting it into my car, along with all the people, over multiple trips uh, and shuttling to the campsite and then getting her car out later on uh, during the camping trip. Uh, But it was a lot of problem solving, a lot of, you know, going, oh, well, this is a really good problem. Now, as Kathy pointed out to both of us, saying, why didn't you use magic? And we went, oh, I should have used magic as well. And next time, we will. Uh, That was an opportunity that we had. And and Kathy, of course, elegantly pointed that out to us.
0: <laughs> well, the idea would have been the, the meeting of the minds when you had that many people. That were... Okay, so one other question um, Yeah. about gender, about genders with wizards versus sorceresses. We, we've had this conversation, you and I, is how wizards are always just men.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Come on. What's the deal? A patriarchal system from way back, uh, (laughs) most likely. Uh, And I don't know the origin of that at all. Uh, We used to... uh, uh, You did use magic, didn't I? Uh, I... Did use some magic, but not like uh, Kathy was talking about. Uh, Yeah, I don't know uh, what's going on with that. But I'll tell you, women can be extremely powerful uh, as sorceresses or wizards or any of those things. uh, And far more powerful than me.
0: (laughs) Well, I want it. I want to let you talk about one one more thing about weather change or ways that you've seen um, seen you work with all that is and get a positive outcome. Could you talk about that and then and and then we'll wrap up. Okay. Okay.
1: Sure. Uh, Weather change, just like your health, just like trying to make the atmosphere better to breathe, Uh, and all the other things, warming yourself up, uh, all of those are physical things. All of those things can be affected by your consciousness. And the idea is to use a very similar technique. As you heal your body, you can change the weather you can make it stop raining or in the case of our camp out at one point we stopped it from hailing Uh, on another camp out last year or the year before we stopped a forest fire uh, through our thoughts Uh, all of these things are possible and it's just a matter of using uh the appropriate focus and intent
0: well I find that very positive because if we all if this is a dream and we're all in our eight billion different dreams and but you could get small groups of people to have the same to agree on a similar dream, then we really can change our this reality because it would be the um, hundredth monkey kind of kind of result, right?
1: At least that. And uh, on the the other side of the spectrum is that you could change the entire world's point of view.
0: Right, right. Well, that's what the media is trying to do. But we, we kind of have our own little media system that doesn't we do have electronics. <laughs>
1: Indeed.
0: Right? Uh-huh. So, well, I want to thank you very much for helping everyone on this beautiful Halloween to um, to use their imagination and maybe have a little more joy. Um, uh, just like I've had Santa on for Christmas um, to celebrate Christmas. Now we got to have a real live wizard on, on Halloween to show us that the magic's real, you guys. And... Uh, just because they told us to stop. <clears throat> oh, this is great. Um, Kevin says in the present moment, we are all in the same dream. Stay there.
1: I'm very good, Kevin.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, well we we do. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, but, but I want everyone to really, if you get a chance to watch this and listen to it, let it go deep. And if you, want to learn more about how you could learn from a, a mystery school of how to start the process to grow your skills um, please get in touch with us and we'll uh, connect you to Angie LaRue um, and uh, and but but the, most of all let's have some fun you guys really truly <laughs>
1: yeah. so, really
0: so one more second will you show your staff? oh yeah okay so he actually has a wizard staff which
1: so is- it's got a bunch of crystals in it and i take it uh every time i meditate and so it's it's becoming closer and closer to uh working being able to work with me very nicely and i've been working very hard at uh at changing its energy so that uh it matches mine.
0: Wonderful. And that's an amplifier.
1: Correct. Right.
0: Just like my pretty headband that I got. It
1: headband. is. It's headband like your pretty headband, headband that yeah, you've got yeah. that are full of crystals.
0: <laughs> yeah, my crown. Yeah. Um, so thank you everybody. Have a wonderful, safe Halloween. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And start thinking about how you can add a little more sparkle of magic and fun in your life? Because, yeah, sprinkle it in. Yeah, you're you're the you're the painter of the canvas of your life, and want to empower you in so many ways. And uh, alchemy is just one of the ways where where God God is part. Of, where we have a piece of God in every one of us. So, you know, don't forget that. Don't forget that. Use that.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you very much. Um, Thank you, you
1: everyone.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Gar. Thank you, everybody. Please have a happy, safe Halloween. Yeah.